0: What's up, everybody? And welcome to the Other Side of the Firewall podcast, where we highlight the latest and greatest in cybersecurity news, as well as those movers and shakers and glass ceiling breakers, those people of color who've made it to the other side of the proverbial firewall. My name is Ryan Williams. And as always, I'm joined by Shannon Times. What's up? What's up? And Levon Maynard. Hey, welcome to the show. Yeah, so it's action packed week last week. We're catching up. Uh, so this week is dedicated to the Colonial Pipeline attack. So uh, throughout the week, we'll break out different aspects of it. So uh, Monday, we will cover uh, the actual attack. Tuesday, we'll talk about the executive order. And then Thursday, we'll discuss the uh, the ransomware being paid. So tune in all week. Then obviously Friday, we'll, uh, we'll do the rundown. So I've been watching and listening to a lot of things. So it'll be pretty interesting. So... Without further ado, I give it to you.
1: Right on. Yeah, so as we, as you uh, so eloquently uh, entered or <laughs> started off this uh, call, I mean, the Colonial Pipeline attack was a big thing that happened this week. Um, and there's an article from bbc.com from uh, Joe Tidy, uh, basically describing the, si- the situation that happened. I think he, he did a great job in uh, kind of outlining, outlining the situation. Um, as we all know that the pipeline got you know, got hacked. They did a like ransomware attack, pretty much uh, shut down the operations for like almost a week. And uh, as a result, you know, we had a big kind of, uh, I want to say, I don't know, people got really really uh, panicked. You know, panicked. Yeah, to say the least. People started like filling up canisters and filling up plastic bags full of gasoline, trying to like stock up for the I don't know, for the long haul, like the, I guess they thought they would be out of gas for an infinite amount of time, uh, which I understand people are trying to be, you know, uh, safe or like being concerned and making sure that they have supplies. But, uh, I, you know, I think we all kind of saw some people kind of got a little, uh, excessive with their, with their supply, but nonetheless, I was going to kind of distra- describe a little bit of the, uh, the hack that happened. Um, and as we know, like the colonial pipeline is, is pretty much one of the, this this attack has been one of the most uh, significant attacks in uh, critical national infrastructure in history so it was a big concern i mean obviously we rely on a lot of fuel obviously our our cars our trucks and everything like that even uh jets and airlines you know uh ships and things like that i'm sure they they all rely on some gas uh some fuel lines so this being offline for this period of time it definitely caused a big uh, concern for for america and for our industry for our um uh, for our daily activity, for our way of life, but you know, first thing uh, when Joe uh, put this order together, he, he described like how how can the pipeline be hacked? But some people don't realize that the pipeline is actually very uh, very modernized. It has a lot of like technology with embedded within it, um, from the pressure sensor press, pressure sensors, the, the thermostats, valves, and pumps. Um, use to monitor and control the flow of the diesel and uh, petrol and jet fuel across 100 miles of piping. And actually, they have on here, they have a smart pig, which stands for pipeline inspection gauge robot that actually scurries through the pipes to actually uh, check for anomalies. So if, I guess if there's some damage in the pipeline or if they have, uh, I don't know, uh, maybe even checks like the fuel levels and, and, and the properties and maybe some of the, the chemicals within the, the fuel, if there's some kind of contamination or something like that. I'm sure it can probably uh, expect that kind of stuff as well. But it's actually more sophisticated than maybe some people realize. That they think just like some some pipe, uh, some some little pump that people's like pushing up and down to try to get the the gas out of it and get the oil out of it. But it's actually pretty uh, high tech. But, um, you know, uh, they th- there hasn't been any um, official line of uh, uh an announcement as far as how the hackers got in. And I, I'm. I'm assuming that they're probably gonna try to keep that low key as it is to try to prevent it from happening in the future. Or, but you know, you would think that they went to like could that, put that information out there. So people in, in the future can know like how these people are getting in. Um, it always seems like it's kind of like hush, hush about how these hackers got into the system and you know, maybe who's at fault and who could have uh, maybe done something differently to make it uh, more secure or make it, you know, not happen in the first place. Uh, but one of the, the common ways, a lot of people, a lot of these hackers get into these systems is through like an email or through like a, uh, you know, from their workforce just uh, being unsafe, and they tend to like maybe they go to some website. They have a computer system that connects to their to their infrastructure, and they just decide to, oh, let me browse to uh, browse to bootybooty.com and try to download some some <laughs> some content. <laughs> and all of a sudden, it gets on their system, and then it affects. You know, it has some malware or some uh, some ransomware virus that affects all the system. Um, and that's that's pretty. You know, that's pretty likely um, a lot of systems nowadays are very, you know, a lot of companies in general, I'd say, but of course you have the, the ones that are not, but most, most companies in general have a, a tight, um, uh, a, a tight, like a uh, uh, control mechanism for like
2: Information assurance plan type thing. Yeah,
1: inf- information assurance and as well as like a boundary that protects like the in- innards. So like people can't just, you know, connect to, I don't know, com, and then also they're inside the pipeline and like, you know, they're, play- they're playing around and then touching uh, devices. Um, but uh, it it I think a lot of this starts with the, the employees themselves. A lot of, they are the like the weakest, weakest link in the chain. Um, the employees, if the employee wants to allow some intrude inside the network, I mean, it's uh it's pretty easy for them if they have uh the capabilities and know how they can let somebody in but um if a, a company' is being safe and you know pr- protecting their boundary with the right devices and everything's up to date and keeping everything patched and and monitored um it should be pretty hard for people just to break in but um a lot of times these hackers can get in just by you know somebody mess messing up or to get an email they think it's uh official and they open up the attachment and all of a sudden just uh Takes over their system and sends out data or retrieves some data from the internet, um, and it starts like kind of spreading throughout the, the company. But just to uh, just give a quick breakdown, but this you know this pipeline is 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 in the southeast, um, goes from Houston, Texas all the way up to New Jersey, so it's um, pretty much everything we there, and obviously across the United States uses that pipeline to uh, to feed a lot of uh, fuel. But um, how this can how can this be stopped in the future? I mean. One of the simplest ways to protect the operational uh, technology is to keep it offline. So like air gap systems, um, typically you wanna have anything that's vital, not connected to the network, not connected to the internet rather, like externally accessible. You can have your own internal network that everything on the inside can connect to whatever, but it shouldn't be able to touch. Like, I'm actually curious what part of their infrastructure was attacked. I mean, to me, I I think I'm assuming that they would have air gap some of the main components of the pipeline. I don't think the hackers were in there like changing fuel levels and things like that, but they're most likely impacting systems that people use, like all the computer systems that they use to monitor stuff and uh, how to get you know uh, the gauges and as well as um, maybe to uh, to access like if if. Uh, you know, schedule delivery or report some some anomaly in the system or something like that. I, I bet I would imagine that that was probably the main thing that got attacked. I'm not sure, but uh, just throwing it out there. But maybe they will give us some more information as time passes as far as what exactly was affected. But hopefully they hopefully they are you know properly air gapping their system so that, you know, the attack is at a, a minimal level so it's not affecting everything that, uh, um, you know, everything that they rely on with the with the pipeline. And the hackers, as far as we know from the FBI, um, that they confirmed called, the hacker group is called Dark Side, which is relatively new, um, and they think they are based in Russia. but uh, it's kind of funny that the, the the hackers actually came out with like a kind of like an apology to the public saying that they um, that they don't want to like impact anybody and like uh let's see it says our goal is to make money, not create problems for society, so they actually you know. Uh, uh, take it or leave it. They they don't want to impact people like at this level. Uh, I guess they want to get in, get out, get money from like you know whatever company that's some big bigwig company that has money to throw out, you know that has money to burn, and they can just like get the money and get out, you know get out, get along with get get on with their lives and not have to worry about uh, affecting you know people in general, affecting the population. Because um, apparently this this group they are like kind of like ransomware for hire for the most part it's like they they let people like buy their services or buy their maybe their product and then they they use that product to infect people and then when that group that bought the product gets money they give it back to this dark side group they give them like a little cut of the the pot so um essentially you know this dark side group is like oh we don't want these 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 affiliated groups that are using our software to be affecting people that you know affect their lives and and have people filling up trash bags full of gas gasoline and things like that. So um, this that was pretty much their statement that they you know they didn't want to cause this much disrupt disruption uh, in society. So uh, take it or leave it. That's what they say. But. Uh, I don't think anybody's giving them any kind of like leeway or like oh, okay you apologize now we're just gonna forgive everything everything's good you know you guys can go ahead and c- continue your ransomware business and start affecting other as long as you're doing like you know uh people that aren't, aren't connected to our uh our uh our main infrastructure then you can go ahead and do it you know find like the uh the walmarts or something out you know whatever but uh i don't think anybody's giving me any kind of leeway but uh and then the article goes on to say how can uh, critical service be protected um you know I think in our next section, next uh video we're gonna talk about a little bit about what some of the government is doing to try to kind of uh fix this kind of issue from happening, you know, kind of prevent this issue from happening and other uh, other big uh you know, impactful parts of the US that that need to have uh that need to have like the, the utmost top net top notch security that prevent people from uh, getting into and, and disrupting uh, uh some of these uh these big like power power plants and, and water services and like this oil company here, but um, but with that, I, I gave you guys a lot of information. What you guys think about this uh, this whole pipeline hackery? I mean, I like, start so with you, Ron. I think you uh, you seem like you have a lot so- to say about this.
0: <laughs> yeah you you covered you covered a lot of it though like you, you yeah. put it together uh pretty well like again we don't know exactly we know that it, it did form it, it did involve, involve forms of encryption so most likely they, they encrypted very important files so that way the pipeline just could not functionally as supposed to uh until they paid for the key um and then we'll talk about the the payment and all that stuff later on in the week but for me the the worst part was the the Business continuity and the disaster recovery plan, like those are key components, right? Uh, between the uh, the, the C suite and the uh, the CISO or whomever uh, as a charge of the security team, like uh, they should have been better prepared in that regard because they they this is this pipeline can't be down for longer than you know a day, let alone half a week. Uh, and that's why they wound up paying because they were down, they couldn't come up off of backups quick enough uh if that is a vital part of your system right if you're so heavily reliant on uh these files that they encrypted then you should have a a better plan to get it back up and running uh i think i think ms holland's covered it a little bit in our interview with her like like i'm plugging other material uh where she was talking about um uh that's what the 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 sizzle if you can't have a sizzle on premises that's what the v-sizzle does right they they uh, help you to tabletop these things to see, like, what happens if my company completely catches fire? Like, what will my employees do? How quickly can we get back up? Uh, there's, there's a person for that. Like, did this person exist in the colonial pipeline? I'm not sure. And if they did, uh, they didn't tabletop or practice this uh, well enough. So they, they impacted a huge portion of the United States, as we now know or knew before. Uh, people are crazy. So you got people filling up, like you said, gas and trash bags, and they got multiple days of gas supply or weeks of supply because they thought they could be gone for that long. They filling up baggies uh, and burning their cars up when it catches fire because uh, that's the way gas works. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it comes down, it comes down to uh, that continuity. Like, if you don't have a, a good business uh, continuity plan or disaster recovery plan, this is what happens as a company, so... Uh, What about you, Shannon?
2: So I I tell you what, something else I saw in the article that was kind of interesting to me is, uh, I'm fairly certain I read it in the article, um, that they were talking about giving some of the proceeds that they made to charity, right? Did you see that, that they were talking about donating it? I I read that and I was like, boy, are they shook. I wonder if somebody has already come after them or, or spoken to them to where they're like, no, 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 no. We didn't want to do this we don't want to mess with society you know we're gonna give some of this to charity too right like leave us be right but <laughs> but uh right. i thought that was kind of funny when i saw it i was like that ain't why you in the business you ain't in the business to donate it to you're not robin hood you know what i mean you're not robbing from the rich giving to the poor i've not yeah seen they
0: turned that to hacktivist real quick but yeah. i think that comes down to uh like why would you attack america's most precious their gas like we would declare war for less
2: well, if it if it was going to be our most precious, it'd probably be the guns. But you know, <laughs> well, can't.
1: That's right, that's all they America. can't get to those yet. <laughs> but uh,
2: yeah, but uh, no. I mean, it was one of those things. So, and and I think this to myself, right? Um, so yes, you know, they paid the ransom because things were just going down so bad, right? But were they going down so bad because, you know, that uh, that corridor that that is supplied through that pipeline is it because they actually didn't have enough out there, or was it from the people hoarding? Was that what made it to where it was so much worse than what it was? Right? If we I were, I think if, it was both. You think it was both? See, and and me, I think yeah. it's because I think it's because we are selfish. Me personally, I think if you'd have had people that just would have been like, you know, okay, yeah, I see this. I'll just fill up my vehicle. You know, maybe drive a little bit less if I have to. You know, just to, just in case it takes forever. I don't think, I don't think Colonial Pipeline would have panicked. And paid because they would have had more time, right? But because it was getting so much news, because you see people, you know, filling up trash bags and plastic trash cans, and you know, laying down like eight of those gas cans in the back of their SUV, right? It's not even like it's in the trunk; like you're sniffing that fuel because it's in the back of your SUV. You know, it's all in the same passenger compartment. Like I think, I I don't know. And and again, this is just me personally. I think because we are selfish, and you see stuff like that, all of a sudden it takes on a little bit more urgency, right? Because then they're like, oh. Look at what the people are doing and, and right. how, how it's being covered. Um, and, and I'm not, no, what's to say? No, I agree with you, Ryan. They do. They did have a terrible business continuity plan, right? Like they should have been up faster than what they were because this was six days, right? It wasn't quite yeah. a week. I want to say it was six days they went. But, um,
0: yeah, but they didn't even wait. Like they, they, they were already paying. The government was already coming in. Like there was a whole lot happening before they got to day six.
2: But, but that's the thing, right? Was, was, was the government coming in because it was a PR type thing, right? Like if it would have happened, it would have gotten out and people would have been, you know, just being, you know, more considerate. Like I said, I don't think it would have been as bad because they had their backups, right? Like they were, they, they had the processes to bring things back up. It was just taking so long based on what being reported. Right. Um, Yeah. So yeah I just I don't know I I don't I don't want to sit here and say you know I, I can't say colonials not at fault but because they are at fault right like this shouldn't have happened and I'm, I'm with you guys I think somebody opened up an email um you know just for the record booty is offline now so it don't come up. <laughs> I'm joking I don't even know if that's a real thing but no I don't <laughs> even know <you>. I've never <laughs> yeah. gone through
1: it's a good it just sounds good <laughs> I, I agree with you Shannon I, I think you know You know, it was, you know, if it was six days, I, I, uh, six days down, I feel like, you know, gas stations should have gas fuel for six days. I think that people in general, I think reacted, overreacted and emptied out those gas stations. It's like, um, you know, you don't see the fuel trucks going to the gas stations like every week. Like, at least I don't, you know, I mean, I'm not, I'm not out there all the time, but I don't think they get fueled up that, that frequently. Let's step back high, high, like, um. High, act, high highly active, like fuels, fuel, fuel, um, fuel sites that. To, like in high traffic areas. High traffic, yeah, high traffic yeah. areas. I'm saying say, yeah. you
0: should you should ask your driver, like who drives you to and from your mansion. Yeah, uh, that's right. <laughs> how frequently he gasses you up.
1: Right, right, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> but I just feel like you know I think people just overreacted. Just the same thing with uh, you know the toilet papers when the COVID first started, things like that. I mean, I don't think there was an issue with COVID, uh, toilet paper being produced. It was just people were buying it so big, you know, so. So, uh, you know, at such a large, like, you know, large clip, the there, volume, they were, yeah, there's was, there was running out of uh, of uh, toilet paper and, and people were like, oh man, when they see one toilet paper on the, on the shelf, especially when it takes up so much space, they like, they see an empty shelf and like, oh man, toilet paper is like, it's a hot commodity now. No, nobody has it. but, um, But yeah, I think it's the same thing with the gas. I feel like, you know, I feel like we should be able to maintain like a week's worth of, you know, supply at a gas station without having to be emptied out. I, I I saw like on the news. I saw people going to gas stations. saw lines of people at the gas station. You know, cars backed up for like a mile just trying to get gas. It's like I think people were just just so hyped up and so like I don't know. I don't I don't know. You know, I understand people have jobs where they need fuel and they need to deliver and you know, taxis and all yeah. this kind of stuff. And uh, but like an average citizen is like and you don't. Especially during COVID, a lot of people working from home. But you don't need to be like hoarding gas for like several weeks that you're going to be like oh man I, I don't know when this gas station is going to be full again i'm just going to hoard all the gas and fill up my my trash bags and containers for you know several weeks worth of gas but i don't know it's uh you know I, and i could be wrong but i feel like i think the main thing that caused this uh caused the problem was the people that were kind of overreacting um and you know besides the fact that colonial pipeline they had their their own issues with their infrastructure and, and their cybersecurity, um uh, you know uh uh, processes that they they could have followed a little bit you know more uh maybe been been more like prepared for this kind of situation but nonetheless you know we saw what happened and hopefully that they do what they need to to make sure it doesn't happen in the future
2: right yeah. so oh uh, go ahead Shannon. so so i'm inclined to believe that they would have not uh if it would have lasted longer than the six days, they would have not have gone without for long, right? We are pumping, contrary to popular belief, we are pumping oil all over this country. You know what I mean? You can go all the way as far west as Alaska. You know what I mean? Like you got your Dakotas, you got, you know, there's gas being pumped everywhere. It would have made its way to the East Coast if it would have lasted long. Like there was no reason to really do that. So that's just why I think, you know, it it was the people just not, being sensical about it, that kind of made it worse than what it was, and and it made the company panic, panic,
1: mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, I yeah. And so, yeah, I, I can see the uh, the whole thing coming because they would have been attacked. Started to uh, try to come up with their backups. Uh, I think I don't think they have to, but I think they're it's it's uh, highly encouraged prior to the uh, executive order and all this stuff that stuff. We're going to talk about later where you're supposed to contact like the, the FBI or the authorities to, to try to help you out since you are such a large company. Uh, and you do impact, um, uh, you know, national security from a, from a certain standpoint cause you impact people. So it, as the, the supply starts to drain, starts to drain then prices go up, people start to panic. As you can see cars flip over, catch fire, because that's what gas vapor does. That's why you're supposed to put in a container that doesn't breathe just FYI. But, um, Again, I still, I got to bring it back down to the root is that you have to have a better business continuity plan um, just because, okay, six days becomes, an, it's a domino effect, right? So yes, so now uh, while you're down, other companies have to bring in gas potentially. So what if people did not panic? Then probably the six days would have been uh, sort su- of su- su- sufficed. But uh, when we get into it later on in the week, who's to say they would have only been down for six days had the government not made it a big deal and they had not paid uh, the, the ransom prior to the government stepping in and all like that good stuff. So there, there's a lot of different choose your own adventures that could have happened. We will never know. We just know that the situation uh, sucked for everybody involved. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. But uh, it, it and it was crazy as it didn't affect every state the same. Like there's different levels of of crazy out there. Because, like, you think Florida would have been crazy, right? And as they, they, far as I know, it's only a, a handful of gas stations around out of gas. But you have other, I think
2: it was like Virginia, like, went dry fast. <laughs> well, th- down, there, down there in Florida, you got the Gulf Coast, they pumping oil out in the, that water, you know, like crazy. You know what I mean? So, like,
1: Florida was Yeah, not- somebody still
0: has to refine it, though. Like, who, who was our refinery? Like, do we get it from Colonial? I don't even know. Because I, I guess if it would, had gotten worse, we wouldn't know. But... And for all I know, it's it's a a domino effect. Like maybe we haven't seen it yet because like Florida being so uh, far south, we get things later. So maybe we were already gassed up. And now as the next wave is supposed to come in, maybe that's when we'll start to see the uh, the gas shortage. No clue. Because these things don't happen in real time.
2: We didn't get anything out here in Colorado. Like out in Colorado, we didn't experience anything from it. But you guys have to, there has to be another pipeline up there somewhere. Oh, we we we're pumping all like crazy out here, man. Oh, say, they oh, got their own oh, stuff yeah. out there, they... yeah. <laughs> right. well, like, Shannon got his
1: own uh, pipeline in his backyard. I ain't, ever show I ain't never showed you
2: Derrick. <laughs> I ain't never showed you <laughs> jerk in my backyard.
1: I, <laughs> I got yeah. some.
0: But it's,
2: it's,
0: it still comes <laughs> down to refinement, <laughs> though, right? Because like when I lived in Alaska, like Alaska is pumping like crazy, right? But they don't refine it, so it has to go all the way back out to the states, get refined, and brought back up to Alaska. But so I if it had happened to them, they'd have been out for a minute.
2: I don't I don't know if they go all the way down to Texas for the refineries though, right? Like somewhere. No,
0: it's 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 on the west coast.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying is that you have other refineries along the way. And I, and even with Florida, I don't know if they're going as far west as Houston, you know, where this was was it the Houston was for the refineries? I can, yes, I can't it's H-
0: Houston to uh uh Lin, Linden, Linden uh, New Jersey. New
2: Jersey. Right. Yeah, so even, yeah. even down there in Florida, I don't know if they're going that far west because they could say, I think Louisiana has some refineries even. You know what I mean? Like there's some states in between before mm-hmm. they, they team Florida where
1: I, I think they would have been okay. So
0: gotcha. Yeah. Okay.
1: Did you guys see All any right. uh Cars, I know you guys kind of mentioned. Have you seen any cars like flipped over? Anybody like have any like big uh, explosion with fuel in the back of their vehicle? Anything like that? that you guys I know? didn't see it personally. I saw okay Okay. Not here. <laughs> yeah, I didn't mean like personally, but yeah. <laughs> you heard anything about it. <laughs> yeah. I, didn't, I didn't hear any uh, stories of people like, you know,
0: no, like, I only saw fire. that one. Uh, because again, uh, people like gas vapor catches fire. So if you don't put it in a canister, you see people with baggies. I was like, "That's going to blow up a Spice car," because right. you know it breathes. Like yeah, and all you need is a little bit of heat because you're in the south. It's hot. Mm. <laughs> you leave huge. a gas in your car with no with no lid. Like oh, I'm surprised more cars didn't blow up. Like we we got uh, we got issues in the states. Y'all need to <laughs> or, work it out.
2: Or, or your house because they could have they could have got it home and then put it like somewhere where. Yeah, because you, because
0: you're gonna put it in your you probably gonna put it in your garage. You're not gonna put it in the house because you don't smell gas all day. And garages get hot, because they're not air-conditioned. Yeah.
2: yeah, not that's that they don't have a climate control. That's, that's true, yeah. So, man.
0: But I, I digress. We'll, we'll get more into it throughout the week, but uh, thank you, Shannon. Thank you, Devon. There's definitely uh, a lot of good information here. I'm sure we'll have a, a, another recap in the future where we actually have timelines of what happened, because that, that stuff's going to be pretty interesting from a forensic standpoint. Um, but tune in throughout the week. So tomorrow we're going to go over the executive order and what all that stuff means for the future. And then uh, later on in the week, we're going to have a discussion about the, uh, the ransom and how Colonial Pipeline may have gotten a mega discount on it. But we'll, we'll get to that later on in the week. Uh, check us out at the website, www.theothersidethefirewall.com where you can get to our YouTube. You can get to all of our uh, audio podcasts. We're on a platform of uh, your choosing in some regard. Uh, you can hit me up personally. I'm at Security Guy. that's ryry security Guy. You can hit me up on LinkedIn, Clubhouse, Twitter, IG, and uh, TikTok. And you, LeVon? You hit me up on Twitter at LeVon Maynard. There it is. Keep tuning out throughout the rest of the week. Stay safe, stay secure, don't put gas in your house <laughs> without a lid. Peace. <laughs> The first book